It's time for Kiefer Madness. Kiefer Madness. Richard Keefe, I think it is. Rich Keefe. Who is that? How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Joshua Adams. Uh, what now? It's Kiefer Madness. Where's Keefe? Keefe? Where is he? Where's Keefe? Where is Keefe? Hey, Keefe, you're a douche. I was doing Junko Inoshima from Danganronpa. I'm a firm believer in UFOs and Sasquatch. That's funny. Yo, Kiefer Madness is so hit or miss. Keefe's a nice guy. Keefe's a nice guy. Kiefer Madness? It's Kiefer Madness on W-E-E-I. I bring it. Well, Fitzy, uh, sad news. We lost a wrestling legend today. Michael Jones, better known to the world as Virgil, passed away only 61 years old. I would have guessed. 61 years young. 61 years young. Thank you. I mean, so he thinking back to his time in the uh, 80s, he was a young, young gun back then. But famous, of course, for being the uh, the bodyguard of the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Uh, that's where he's most synonymous. You know, he was always kind of ringside. He'd always get beaten up by whoever DiBiase was wrestling and then uh, eventually turned on DiBiase. Eventually also went to the WCW, was in the NWO for a stretch, as was like a thousand other people. But uh, end of a, a, just an incredible wrestling career, uh, Virgil. What are your, what's your biggest, your, your best Virgil memory? Was, was Virgil at WrestleMania 1? Which WrestleMania was? Oh, that he turned on him? No, no, no. Just I, like that he was always there. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, WrestleMania 4, I think it was. Because like, then he was involved with, like, uh, Andre the Giant and Heenan and all that stuff. Because they're, like, with all those with all the heel guys. Like, he was in there. But I, probably 4, 5, and 6 is probably what you're thinking with him. Okay. Um, I do remember seeing Virgil and DiBiase at the Garden once when I was a kid. Did you really? And I used to always think, you know what the yeah. one thing that struck me whenever I saw him, especially seeing him in person? Wow. He's in such better shape than Ted DiBiase. He was. Like a million bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just, like he was a beefed up, just monster. Yeah. And, like the bodyguard was better than the wrestler. And I used to always think like, why is this guy the wrestling? I hate this guy. <laughs> He's not in great shape. He no. does this. Slaps no. people, laughs, slaps, lots like, chops, lots uh-huh. things like, like that. Like Virgil yeah. is just like an absolute hoss. Oh yeah, and I, what I remember from Virgil was it might have been one one of the, when he was like in the Royal Rumble or something. He would wear like the shirt with the bow tie and then no sleeves. And you're like, look at this guy, like what a great look. And then rocking the million dollar belt. Now, with all good relationships in wrestling, you know it's only a matter of time until uh, one turns on the other, and that's certainly happened here with Virgil and the Million Dollar Man. Now get in here and wrap that thing around my waist. Gonna be the story of your life, huh, Virgil? Hey, oh, you gotta remind you one more time about your family, about your mother. Give me a break. What do you think you're doing? You get down there and you pick that belt up right now and you wrap it around my waist. Everybody's got a prize. Oh, he got a prize! And take it all back, Virgil! Look at the look on him! A standing ovation here for Virgil! 
years and years just listening to Ted DiBiase. And just, yeah, enough was enough. Finally turned on him. Uh-huh. Listen to this entry from his Wikipedia page. Please. Um, he played uh, football at Virginia Union University. He was yeah. a defensive back. Uh, later worked at his uncle's loading and moving company and began entering bodybuilding competitions. He's a big dude. After a ch- uh, yeah, like I said, the man, he was jacked up. Mm-hmm. An Adonis-like frame. After a chance meeting with Tony Atlas at a Pittsburgh gym, Atlas recommended Jones go to pro wrestling. In that same year, he began trading with Afa of the Wild Samoans. Uh, what a small world. Next about thing you that? Know, he's in a there. chance encounter now, with a legendary bodybuilder turned wrestler. After his wrestling career, although these guys never truly stopped wrestling. I think I read that he had a match in 2020. So, like, these guys wrestle forever. But there was, for a long time, he gained a lot more uh, notoriety 10 years ago, maybe, where he would be at all these Comic-Cons, right? Like, all these wrestlers go to these conventions everywhere. And it's kind of sad, but there would always be pictures of Virgil at his table, and nobody would be there. And there were these memes that were created called Lonely Virgil, and everybody would have one. And he's not alone. I've been to enough of these cons where there are, like, B-list actors and actresses that also don't really command the huge long line. They go, they get money to go, then they get money for every autograph, but people aren't going to spend a ton of money on this stuff. But if you just give a, a give a bing to Lonely Virgil, you're going to find a million of these pictures of him sitting by himself at these tables. Oh, that's terrible. It is kind of sad, but I'm just, uh, that's super- part of the story. Have you, know? you ever, Rich, have you ever waited in line or paid like good American money to have a photo with or meet somebody at a con? No, I've been to a few cons and sort of like talked to a few people, but I didn't do the photo for money thing. No. So my one, my one of the many regrets I carry in this life, yeah. one as far as comic cons and whatnot. Yeah, though, yeah. In 2017, shortly after I moved back to Boston area, there was like this sad little mini comic con type of thing at the Hanover Mall in Hanover. I went to that. That was the Northeast oh. Comic Con, and the hashtag yes. Dork Boys were there. Yeah. Oh my God. We it. almost could have run into each other. It was at like I, a I hollowed out JCPenney. Yeah. Yes. We were there. Yeah. And actually, I found it reasonably entertaining, mm-hmm. but. Burt Warden at the late great Adam West was there. Batman and, and the Robin. line was across the entire con. Yep. And my friends that I was there with we were like, ah, oh, this is too long. And then of course he dies like a year later. And then just the text chain of regret, like, we had a chance. We could have just waited for a half an hour. We could have all gotten a photo with the original Batman. Damn it. I know. It's crazy. Uh yeah, we met a lot of interesting people at that convention. Uh we didn't talk to West or Burt Ward either, but yeah, that was a that was a pretty good Comic Con. Wow. <laughs> Anytime you can have one at an old abandoned mall, at a, a, a hollowed out JC yeah. Penny. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. So, so what is so what did the so Virgil will be remembered as like one of the last great, I guess, valets, huh? Yeah, I think so. I think at a time where the manager was super important, like, don't wouldn't you say? Like, so you had Miss Elizabeth around that time. You had classy Freddie Blassie. Bobby the Brain Heaton, who was probably the best. Mr. Fuji, Jimmy Hart, Virgil. Now, Virgil could wrestle a little bit more than those guys could. He didn't wrestle a ton, but he would occasionally. But, yeah, I think he's just synonymous with, like, you know, that time was Hulk and Macho Man, Ultimate Warrior, like Ted DiBiase. Golden Age. And then, like, the, the notch under that, though, like, if you're naming people that you remember and recognize, Virgil's definitely on that list. 
Oh, he makes that second tier. I think like so, yeah. Hillbilly Jim and Hacksaw Duggan. Oh, Hacksaw, Jake definitely. The, Jake the Snake yep. and Virgil. Like That second tier of characters from the 1980s, early 90s, probably still more famous than all the like the majority of the great wrestlers now yeah they and they they lived that that was the old wrestling lifestyle too where there's on the road for 300 years and it's like they, they claimed a lot teams, of them they claimed a lot of them the oh British yeah like, bulldogs and the killer bees road warriors and, yeah uh we got a, a virgil story let's go to john in the truck he joins us next year on the rich keep show with fitzy john what do you have rich uh, you hit the nail on the head with I went to, years ago, at the World Trade Center, World of Wheels. Virgil was there. He was behind a booth. He was selling autographs. And I really didn't want to buy it. But from talking to him, I kind of felt obligated to give him $25 for an autographed 8 by 10 a.m. that is now proudly represented up on the wall in my basement. Very nice. But, you know, he, he was definitely one of those guys that was kind of like, you know, looking over the shoulder behind everybody else where you wish you could love him a little bit more, but he just kind of didn't have that charisma as everybody else. Yeah, he was in there at a time, and thanks for the call, John. He was in there at a time where there were just, like, some of the biggest stars in the history of it, and that was also the early WrestleMania days, and it was just very different. But, he, I mean, he fit right in with that group, and I'm honestly, like, he must have been really young. I'm not doing the math, but he must have been 25, 26 when he was probably out there when he first made his mm-hmm. debut. Yeah. And then he was a part of. Then he jumped over to WCW, like with a lot of those guys that were uh, that were the older WWF wrestlers. that went to WCW, and he was mm-hmm. right there in uh, in the NWO at one point. So there you go. Uh, sad news today about Virgil. Three hours down, one hour to go on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on Weei, including grab bag coming your way at nine twenty.